Hi, and welcome to Evolving Your Destiny. I am so excited to be recording and launching this podcast, this first episode. I am very excited to see where this journey takes us. So I wanted to make the first episode an introduction just to me, my energy, what I'm about, all of that fun stuff. So my name is Destiny Garnett. Um, I created Evolving Your Destiny, actually with a little spin on my name, obviously. (laughs) But I created this platform to create a safe space for those who identify as women to be able to come and have a community of like-minded or similar women, people, whomever, just for us all to connect with, learn from each other, grow, share the things that we have to share, whatever our unique gift and insight is in this life. One thing for me that I personally have experienced being a woman is the amount of separation that exists not only within the collective and with all genders, but specifically between women. There is so much just hatred and envy, jealousy, competition. And we're in 2022 and it's still most of the women that I personally come across or that I know don't really like other women. Or they don't trust other women. Or they just don't feel comfortable in general around other women. There is just so much pain that exists within within all of us. But within women, especially with all of the... You, look, you go online, you go on social media, look at all of the women that are on social media and then it becomes oh I'm gonna get on and I'm gonna compare myself and I'm gonna judge and it's I'm not good enough because look at her and look at her and look at what she has instead of wow look at her go you know like we all can do that and that's that's really one of the main reasons why I wanted to create a platform and community and do all of the things that I have started doing within the past few months because we need to heal this. And I mean, we we don't have to. We could keep living like this. But for me and a lot of the women that I know personally, we don't want to live like this, right? Like no one wants to wake up every morning and go on their phone and, and see these other beautiful women radiating and expressing themselves and you look at it and you get that feeling of ugh or I'm not good enough or she's better or life's not fair or whatever the thought is. It's always around that same baseline of comparison. Another major thing for women, I mean, look at the cosmetic industries Cosmetic surgery specifically is on the rise, even even in men. 
There are a lot of industries who make money and profit off of these insecurities, off of the wanting to change, the wanting to mold yourself into something that you're not for approval based off of something you saw online, which is sad. I'm speaking from a place of somebody who used to do the same exact thing. I would see these beautiful women and I would I would judge them and I would oh my gosh like you're going to post a picture in a thong bikini on the internet what is wrong with you like I could never I have so much class what But if I really had class would I have been judging another woman for doing what she felt comfortable to do Probably not But it was a direct reflection of my insecurities, of me wanting, of me wanting that, of me wanting to be more, of thinking that I wasn't enough because I, all of my focus was going to these women online. And instead of looking to them for inspiration, I was judging and I was completely the possibility that I could be comfortable in my body and radiate my most authentic and passionate, truest self, it didn't exist to me. That possibility did not exist within my my mind, my life, just me as a person. Because I was so set on... This is where I am. I'm not good enough. This is what is popular on social media. So that must mean that I'm never going to amount to anything because look at what is out there. And I feel like this is something that is so strong. Yes, within men too, but women severely. I see so many women... And I have no hate against getting plastic surgery. If you feel comfortable getting plastic surgery and it makes you feel good and it makes you happy and you know that that is what you want to do, then I fully, wholeheartedly support you. But if you are debating cosmetic surgery just to make up for something that you think you don't have and you think that having that thing is going to make you feel better, unfortunately, it's not. It's not going to make you feel better. And again, I'm speaking as somebody who up until, I think it was actually three months ago, I was so set on getting breast implants. My whole, not not my whole life, but essentially since I was a teenager and I hit puberty and I've just, I've always had a smaller chest than other girls and there's nothing wrong with that, but I saw something wrong with that and I wanted more. I, I didn't understand why I couldn't have more and all these other women did and then as a woman, you go online and you start exploring sexuality, you go, you look at porn, you watch porn 
and you see all these women with these huge boobs and perfect asses and they're making the most like they're making pretty faces and every it's it's so staged and just not authentic at all but instead of focusing on how it's not authentic where was my mind going well she looks like that so clearly i'm not enough it was always the comparison always and and the thing for me is why and why aren't there more women talking about this we are here to support each other in just being whoever we are we are all completely unique for a reason and i know that sounds sort of cliche because that's something that is always said and everyone's kind of like yeah whatever like we're all individual we're all unique blah 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 but it's so true it is so so true think about it every single person that exists on this planet has an entirely different fingerprint right we all have completely unique fingerprints why because every single one of us is meant to leave a different imprint on this world every single one of us is needed and every single one of our our truest deepest selves are needed we need we don't need more of what already exists we don't need that we have that don't look at what other women are well, you can look at what other women are doing, but don't use it as, oh, she's doing this, so I have, have to do this. Or I have to do it this way. Or she looks like this, so I have to look. No! I am here, and I am creating this space, and I, I truly hope that you feel what I am saying when I say this. You are needed you are so important you don't need to be like everybody else we're not meant to fit in that is not what we are here to do just like okay think about it like this if we only had say the only artists that existed that created music were beyonce and jay-z that's it how would the music industry do? Chances are about 95%, maybe even more, of the people who listen to music would stop listening to music. If there were only two artists producing songs in this whole world, not a lot of people would listen to music anymore. They would find other things because we, are, we all have different interests we are all so unique and so diverse and that is why there is no competition there's no competition in an abundant world that may be difficult to grasp initially but it is so true and the more evidence that you look for of this the more proof you will see another way to put it is if everybody likes you right Nothing authentic is flowing because there's no possible way 
for you to be your truest self and stand for everything that really speaks to you and matters to you with, without clashing. Because, and not even clashing in a bad way, but just clashing with others because we all have unique ideas and views just of what this life is. Never mind of all the small little minor details. If you are truly expressing all that you really are, you would naturally just clash with people. And like I said, like this is not a bad clash. This does not mean that you have to speak your mind and if someone disagrees, you guys are going to fight and bump heads. That is not at all what I am saying. What I am trying to say is that when you are in that state of authenticity, you're not going to be for everyone and that's okay. Your job is not to be for everybody. Your job is to be yourself and share all of the great ideas and insight that comes to you. You share it into the world. You share it with those people who naturally align with you when you are being your authentic self. And I think that's one of the hardest things, especially, and I know I keep saying this, but especially for women. Because with women, I I don't know about you, but I know with me and those women that I know personally, there's a lot of trying to dim us down, right? Like, and I don't, I know so many women who have felt like this, where you just go through life and you're afraid. And you may not want to consciously admit that you're afraid, but you are. You're afraid. You're afraid to speak up. You're afraid to have different opinions. You're afraid to think outside of the box, to say something that's actually going to challenge what's been considered as quote-unquote normal in society. To not swear or not speak too loudly or not speak too passionately or sit with your legs closed, act like a lady, sit like, what does that even mean? Seriously, some, I would love to know what the phrase act like a lady truly means. What does that mean? Act like a lady. I don't see any, act like a man. What? (laughs) What does it mean? And so we grow up as these, as these little girls and we have all these ideas and we want to do all of these things and we speak and we, and we share our ideas and then someone shuts us down or someone tells us to act like a lady or someone tells us that that's only for boys, whatever it is, or someone tells you you're annoying when you're just trying to be excited, whatever it is, it led to you watering yourself down, to you dimming yourself down to fit into box of society essentially but what even is that what does it even mean to quote unquote fit in what does that mean because I truly the more women I meet and I connect with the more I just question these phrases 
just what? <laughs> like, what do you mean acts like a lady or what do you mean fit in? What does that mean to fit in? You fit into what? You fit into society? You fit into somebody else's opinion of what you should be? What does that mean? And if that is what that means, why? Why are we taught that who we are has to align with the opinions of whoever's around us? Because if you ask me, they have it completely entirely backwards. What we should be teaching, especially children, is acceptance. Yeah, you're entitled to your opinions. Absolutely. But your opinion doesn't define somebody else. Just as somebody else's opinion does not define you. You don't have to water yourself down because somebody else thinks that you speaking passionately is annoying. Okay, if me speaking with passion annoys you, go have conversations with somebody else. It's that simple. But instead, we're trained to cling to these people that don't even accept us for who we are. Why? And that really is one of the most important messages and things that I really want to keep breaking down and speaking about within this podcast because acceptance of each other and of ourselves is so important and it is so life-changing. Like it is life-changing. I cannot explain in words, how much better I just feel. I just feel so much better now that I'm in a place where I understand, okay, if this is something that makes me feel good, then it's for me. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to allow myself to do the things that feel good. And I'm not going to care what other people have to say about it. And oh my gosh, the freedom, the freedom that comes with just accepting yourself and really just practicing acceptance all around because it starts with self-acceptance and then with self-acceptance, you begin to learn, okay, Other people's opinions are irrelevant when it comes to what I want to do with my life. Now, what does this also teach me? This also teaches me that my opinion about what other people are doing is irrelevant. Because we are all entitled to do and be and say and whatever, whatever we want, right? We all have free will. Give yourself the freedom Serious, it is so life-changing. Just do it. Do what makes you feel good. Anything that doesn't make you feel good or it makes you feel, it just makes you feel crappy or when you're getting ready to do it, you're kind of just like, ugh, like, I don't want to do this. Ask yourself why. 
Ask yourself, how do I feel? How does this make me feel? Why do I feel this way? There's nothing wrong with not enjoying something. There isn't. No, that doesn't mean if you dread doing the dishes to never do your dishes again. <laughs> and, and I laugh because that's one for me. Is That's something I used to really struggle with is, oh, look, I just don't feel like doing my dishes. I'm sick of doing my dishes. I feel like it's so repetitive. I do them all the time. I'm over it. Now, I'm in a place where if I feel myself starting to build up a little bit of resistance or that iffy feeling of I don't want to do this, I immediately get up. I immediately get up and I stop that procrastination. I stop that blockage that is forming and I get the energy flowing. No, I don't have to do the dishes, but I get the privilege to be able to wash my dishes. I deserve to have a clean kitchen. I deserve to be able to relax for the rest of the night without stressing about the dishes in the sink or that I didn't do them. So there's a little bit of a difference when it comes to responsibilities versus other things, but in a sense... There's not because any resistance to anything, whether it's a responsibility or a leisure activity, if there's any resistance or blockages or just feeling like you don't want to, connect with yourself. Ask yourself, why? What am I feeling? What is this bringing up for me? Because you can learn so much just from that alone just from the realization of hey wait a minute why why is this happening why am i creating resistance to this why why does this not make me feel good and if it is something it's something like i don't know maybe you maybe you go on a walk every week But you're at the point where you dread the walk. You feel awful on the walk. You don't look forward to going on the walk. And it just, it's it's not a good experience for you. So why are you doing it? Why force yourself to do something that doesn't make you feel good? Well, maybe it's because walking is supposed to make you feel good. Maybe it's because... That's a form of exercising that somebody recommended to you. Maybe it's because it's something that you do with your partner or a friend once a week or any excuse you should really look at and examine. Because why is it there? Why do you feel as though you have to do something or you have to be someone that makes you feel like crap? And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're getting those feelings, there's a reason. You are alive and your body is communicating to you. You're not getting a feeling of, I don't want to do this just because you're in a bad mood. You're getting a feeling of, I don't want to do this or, or a weird queasy feeling in your stomach or whatever it is because your body is telling you, no, not this. This is not for you right now. Or maybe there's something going on mentally. Maybe it's your thoughts. Maybe your thoughts are creating that resistance and creating that feeling, which is a whole nother subject 
um, that we'll have to get into on next week's podcast regarding how important our thoughts are. But I feel like this is so important and I really wanted to touch, to start to touch base with it in this first episode because it's something that I really stand for. And I really think that there should be more of it in the world. Self-acceptance and acceptance of others is so freeing. It's just freeing. There's no judgment for yourself or others. I mean, there may be, but if it pops up, you begin to actually question it. You begin to actually work through it and figure out where it is coming from instead of just getting absorbed in either the judgment or the bad feeling or maybe it's the comparison aspect or feeling like you're not enough or whatever. It could be so many different things. And one of the best ways to really start breaking through is to begin practicing self-acceptance and just understanding one how important you are and how necessary it is for you to shine and radiate and bring to the world all that you have to offer and for two Again, I cannot emphasize the freedom that you're not only going to give yourself, but you're going to give to every single person in your life. Because whether we notice it or not, this is something that we do often, where we expect other people, we either expect them to be somebody else, or we just expect them to almost mirror us and like have the same views and actions and ways of life that we do and that's not how it works we are all so different and once you start to really back up and say oh wow hey this person is their own person it's just it solves so many blockages it really does Because not only are you allowing yourself to express yourself and you're practicing self-love and acceptance and compassion, which that alone will change your life. But again, you're also giving that freedom to whoever is around you. You're passing this great gift that can change lives. For all of us, for every single person you know, this could change their life. If they are not already practicing self-acceptance and acceptance of others and how unique and individual we all really are, you could help them change their life just by, not even by speaking about it to them, but just by practicing that acceptance Because they're going to feel that acceptance. They're going to sense the shift and they're going to say, whoa, this person is giving me space to be me. How awesome is that? And then it's like, it's a big chain reaction. And it's just, it truly is a gift that never stops giving. 
which is what we all are. We are all gifts that never stop giving in whatever sense you want to think of it as, whether it's acceptance, whether it's love, money, knowledge, anything that comes into your being is not meant to be held onto. It's not meant to be clung onto for dear life. It comes in so it can flow right back out through you into the universe, into other people's lives. And then it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. And it is such a beautiful, beautiful process to really think about. I love it. I have chills right now just speaking about it. And it truly is an amazing thing to experience and open yourself up to. And while it may not be the easiest thing to begin opening yourselves up to because our mind and our ego can be very tricky, that is why there are so many communities out there full of women and men and whoever who are here to help. We're not, he- we're not supposed to do this by ourselves. We're supposed to have support and someone to believe in us and love and acceptance of who we are and who each other are, just everyone. Acceptance all around. And there are a lot of different things, even right now that I could think of, that I could go back over the subjects or the little mini examples I've covered and break it down even farther. But I'm going to save that for future episodes. And we are going to begin wrapping this one up. So thank you to anyone who listened. And I truly hope that this speaks to you and that You allow yourself the freedom to really begin learning what self-acceptance means to you because for everyone, it's different. We all have different things that we hold back or we water down or we try to entirely pretend that we never even wanted for ourselves or our life when really those, those dreams and those things still exist inside of us. Give yourself permission to... Begin exploring what your real desires are. Forget the universe. Forget the world. Forget social media. Forget about other people. What matters to you? What makes you feel good? What draws you in? And it may not be a big oh, a big light bulb goes off. I know what I want to do for the rest of my life. It's most likely going to start as little things and you, you, it's basically tests of trial and error, but these little, these breadcrumbs, as Kathy Heller calls them, wonderful woman, highly recommend checking out her podcast. She is awesome, but she often speaks about following the breadcrumbs and it's essentially as you begin opening yourself up to yourself, you get these little breadcrumbs, follow them. It may not be a major big dream and big goal coming off the rip. You got to get used to yourself. You have to build that relationship with yourself and give yourself space to express yourself freely because most of us don't even give ourselves space to express ourselves, never mind somebody else. So for this week, if you are listening, 
I am challenging you, or you can just ignore this. That's fine too. (laughs) But I am challenging you to really begin implementing self-acceptance into your life. In what ways can you better practice self-acceptance and really begin aligning with those things that make you feel good while trying to cut out the things that don't really make you feel good, that you don't even really know why you're doing them anymore besides either to fit in or to fulfill somebody else's agenda of you or whatever the case is, I highly recommend looking deeper into it because you deserve to feel good. You deserve to accept yourself and those around you with the freedom to be whoever you all are meant to be. On that note, I hope everybody has a beautiful week and we will be back next week on Evolving Your Destiny for some more deep and below-the-surface conversations. Bye!